Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Monday, 9th January 2023. Our bit today comes from Psalm 139, verse 17, which says, How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! And finally, friends, we come to the first full work week of this new year. Isn't that just grand? Many of us won't think so because we have had a few consecutively short work weeks in the recent past. And before that, it was already tough for us to handle the five-day variety. I just wonder what's going to happen to us now that we are going back to the same old, same old. Yes. But you know what? I have faith in us. For awesome God made us to be resilient to the max. How did Brother David describe our exotic creation in Psalm 139? He says, For thou hast possessed my reins that formed my inward parts. Thou hast covered or weaved me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well or very well. My substance, that's my frame or my bones, was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously or skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect or unformed, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. That means the plans for my life were written before I was even made. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sun. When I awake, I'm still with thee. And that comes from Psalm 139 verses 13 to 18. Now, friends, that's how important we are to our Heavenly Father and Creator. He took his time and perfectly planned out our entire course before he even began to make us. That means we are very precious, special, and important to our God. Else, why would he send his sinless son, Jesus Christ, to die for us eh? if we weren't important to him? Jesus said, for God so loved the world. That's why. And Brother David also addressed the matter of our importance to God in Psalm 40, when he writes, Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to us, word. They cannot be reckoned up in order or counted unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. And that's Psalm, 4, sorry, Psalm 40 verse 5. It just goes to show that we were not simply an afterthought of God, but a greatly desired and well-planned creation. Thus, he is good, so merciful and gracious unto us. We are made in his image 
living through the breath of his life and destined to be with him till eternity. Now, if that doesn't shout importance, love, and togetherness, then I don't know what does. The problem, though, is that our minds are too puny and finite to understand God's great love for us. As Paul declares in his epistle to the church at Rome, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways are past finding out. And that's gospel truth, my faithful brethren. And it comes from Romans 11.33. And the prophet Isaiah said it long before Brother Paul when he wrote of our creator. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And that's putting it mildly, my people. And we all know that comes from Isaiah 55, 8-9. Meanwhile, the scholars explain that God's sovereignty and omniscience are extolled by the statement that his thoughts, that is, his purposes or intentions, and ways or directions are higher than ours. While God may certainly be known by men, he is still incomprehensible in the totality of his person and sorry, his person and purpose. And simply stated, that means we can never fully understand or know our Creator. But that's why he gave us those things called hope and faith trust and surrender so that despite our inability to fully know and understand his purposes and intentions, we can rest assured that his intentions to us are always for good. That's like Jeremiah puts it, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil or calamity to give you an expected end that's a future and a hope. And there again, we all know that comes from Jeremiah 29, 11. Now, seeing all the good that the Lord has done for us, in spite of our rebellion, disobedience, and blasphemy against him, why is it so difficult to believe that he truly cares for us and wants only our best? Eh? And why do we fight? against this reassuring scripture that says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And we know too that that comes from Romans 8.28. Our problem is that we are selfish, greedy, and entitled that we don't want to have any unfortunate circumstances happen to us. We are just interested in living for today. We don't care about it all ending up right. We want it right, right now. But that's not the way the world or God operates. And if we don't hurry up and get smart and accept those facts, then crap or smoke with pipe. Yes, 
we are going to pay an awfully high price for not believing and trusting Almighty God. But for those of us who have already woken up from our slumber, let's go to our Creator through our Monday morning battle hymn, offering thanks and praise, then asking for forgiveness and help. As one voice, our Father who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ, despite the mass confusion in our world. We desperately need your divine help, for you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. Heavenly Father, we admit that we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word, but we know that you are merciful, forgiving, and gracious God who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray, and sincerely seek your face. That's why we come to you now with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading with you to give us wise guidance and direction to alleviate our problems. And Father, we pray that you will ease the pain of the many who are suffering from negative situations. Please show them your awesome grace and mercy and keep your promise that you will hear our prayer, forgive us, and heal our land if we turn from our evil ways. Please show this evil world too that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And again we say Amen. Now friends, the ball is in our court. It's time to keep our promises and turn from our evil ways. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Humans are the most important of God's creations. His awesome loving kindness to us, though undeserved, shows that in spades. And that's the gospel truth, people. Why else would God show us such loving kindness, such mercy and such grace and all the other stuff, send Jesus to die for us if he didn't care for us? So please, let's wake up and smell the roses, no man. Jesus is there. The Lord sent him for us because he loved us and he wants us to come and spend eternity with him. And the only way we can do that is by living for Jesus now. So please, let's get smart and do that. And we pray it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.